0: If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport's Same Game Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to another edition of the Same Game Multi-Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, If you are listening to us on your audio devices, make sure you do head on over to YouTube. We are back on YouTube again this week. Uh, And if you are watching us on YouTube and do like the show, make sure that you do subscribe, give us a thumbs up, hit the little bell notification, uh, and we very much appreciate that. As I said, we've got another massive show this week. Uh, There's a huge UFC on UFC 268. Usman versus Covington, uh, we're going to have an in-depth look at the three main matches on that Also going to have a look at a few uh, races coming up this weekend And J-Rod's going to run his eye over the EPL as well So make sure you stay on side because we're about to kick off So welcome in to my left, Mr Cherry Good afternoon And then once again to my right, a J-Rod, the Burt man How are we lads?
1: Good, better than I was this morning. I was a little bit dusty when I got up this morning after a, uh, a full day on the sip with the Melbourne Cup. So, too uh, many cups. Uh, too, yeah, too many cups. <laughs> uh, Four hundred and twenty-five mils. They are <laughs> too many of them.
0: Uh, how was your Melbourne Cup day?
1: It was good. It was a it was a good day out. Um, I jagged a couple of winners both in Sydney actually. Uh, so Monday night, I, I got a, a, a message on uh, Facebook from the Guru. Now, in Sydney, uh, race five, number nine, there was a horse called The Guru. Uh, He basically sent me a uh, quick message and said, uh, uh, the bigger the bet, the bigger the result. (laughs) Uh, Confident. So I thought, oh, right, no worries. So I had a a little bet on it, uh, and it it flashed home and won by about a length and a half. uh, And I straight away, as soon as the horse passed the post, my phone, ding, looked at it, and The Guru sent me a message. He said, fuck, I didn't back it. (laughs) And it came in at about $9.72, so... But um, apart from that, I did get a couple of early winners but uh, started to fade off towards the back end. So, um, But that, very elegant. Uh, that's probably... The one of the best racehorses in the country at the moment. That's easy. Top three horses in the country.
0: It was a good run, wasn't
1: it? Oh, I was fabulous. Yeah. Uh, considering incentivise got to, you know, the the bell tower was hit with the strap and it started to kick as well. It, it had a good turn of foot uh, and 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 uh, very elegant. Just blew past it like it was going backwards. So yeah, was good to see.
0: How did you go in the cup chairs? Did you have a have a win? Get a mate, win up,
2: mate? Uh, I, I was actually at work. Uh, worked down at the Wap, or one of our sponsors there. We had we had a pretty good day. Lots and lots of people were around, and uh noticed one of the tables about quarter past ten, they popped open the bottle of bubbly, and everyone was having a pretty good time. I uh, thought I had a sore head. Yeah, I have an Mate, uh, I put a couple of bets on, but no good. I backed uh, Grand Promenade each way. And I had a first four. I boxed six in a first four, and my usual fashion, first, second, third, sixth. Do you had you had Grand Promenade. I had Grand yeah. Promenade yeah. and it ran six. So I had it ran um, fifth, didn't it? Six. No, six. Ah, it six. Got, got beaten by a whisker. Ah, okay. Man. The chosen one ran fifth, the old uh oh, Jeff, yeah, Jarrett Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Um yeah, so I missed out the uh the odds on uh, uh Top Sport for that, I think there was a pain about fifty two, fifty three hundred. Uh, I had I had ten percent returns. So I missed out on about five hundred large there. That'd have been all right. From so. a little ten dollar bet. So
1: But. Uh, unfortunate. Yeah, so Very Elegant said about $9.6 prize money without yesterday's money, uh, which I believe is up around fours or fives. Um, I think it might be 5.4 maybe or 4.5 either way around. Uh, Basically, so I did actually get some stats on on Very Elegant. So this is Very Elegant's 10th Group 1. Now, for people out there that don't follow the racing, Group 1s are the top dog. They're like the grand final of, of racing. That's where your big money is. Group one, Melbourne Cup. Group one, George Main, Ranvet Stakes, the Chipping Norton, Caulfield Cup, Turnbull Stakes, Winx Stakes, the Tancredi Stakes, ATC, Australian Turf Club, Oaks, and the Vinery Stud Stakes. So they're 10 Group ones, um, and I'd say that would put very elegant up to around 14 million or thereabouts uh, prize money. So considering she was purchased for 90.
0: About 90,000, I think they said.
1: 90,000, yeah. so that's, uh, you You do it a quick Good, maths, good return so, yeah. on investment, that's not, for sure. Not bad, so sounds that's... Like, um, sounds like one of my multis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only that's real, yours aren't. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was good to see the, the race get run, boys. Uh, see a bit of a crowd there, which was good last year. I don't think they had much of a crowd there. None. Um, so good to see it back to, you know, getting back on track to its former glory. So hopefully next year we'll be bigger and better again. Yeah,
1: would you go? Did you have a bet?
0: I had a bet. I had a. Uh, I missed out with uh, Grand Promenade as well. Yeah, it cost me. So that was my tip too. It cost me a couple of hundred I did years.
1: actually yeah. listen to the uh, podcast. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. I did actually say very elegant. Is a chance. I didn't think it'd run two miles, but um, it proved me wrong. Yeah, I thought
0: it was a little bit long for it, but again, yeah, it proved me wrong done as it, well.
1: Done it easy. Probably could have done forty two hundred.
0: Yeah, it was good. Um, what was your highlight of the week, boys?
1: My highlight of the week was. Uh, the fact that I backed the guru and the Bim didn't, <laughs> so that was a, that was a good little return that too. So um, that was my highlight of the week. That was
2: yeah. Uh, my highlight was just Melbourne Cup Day. It was just, just good to see everyone out and mingling around again, with the uh, COVID restrictions being lifted a little bit and things are a bit easier now. So it was just just, just a fun day for all. It was really good.
0: Yeah, agree. Uh, for me, boys, it was even though I bet it against him last week it was Glover to share a winning the USC light heavyweight title at forty two years old. Uh, I'm not too far off that, so I've still got a bit of hope yet. So, <laughs> uh, but he, he's been a mixed martial artist all his life. He's worked hard, and he's finally, you know, conquered that mountain. Uh, and and just to see his celebration in the ring with his family is just fantastic to see. So, you know, if you're a follower of the sport, you, you know Glover's been around a long long time. And I said last week he's tough, he's durable, he's dangerous. But I didn't think he'd get the victory, but he did. Uh, and so, hats off and congrats to Agnellober.
1: Like a fine wine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it gets better with age, mate. Uh, low light, anything?
1: Uh, my low light is, I'd, it's not football season yet, but my low light is the turmoil at Parramatta, um, and that's my own side. I don't understand what's going on there. Um, I read an article today. I'm not 100% sure on how true it is, so I won't touch on too much uh, that I don't know. But the rumors are the reason why Andrew Johns has left the uh, Parramatta coaching staff is because Clint Gutherson's a goose. Um, he takes no onus on himself and will not take criticism. As soon as someone uh, criticizes him, whether it's uh, good or uh, negative, collective in any any sense, he's straight away on the defence and, and can't take it. I don't understand what's going on there. Uh, once upon a time, Manly, for example, they were all taking pay cuts to keep each other um, but at Parramatta there just seems to be uh, too many snakes in the grass um, and Gutherson actually took a, uh, a pay cut last time Hence why he's uh, chasing his million dollars now. He doesn't think that he's worth a million dollars, but he thinks he's owed a million dollars. And in a sense, I think he is, because he, he, he took a pay cut to stay there um, and, and to keep other players. I know Dylan Brown has offered to take a pay cut to keep people, but I just I don't understand what's going on. Ret, like Regan Campbell-Gillard wants out there. Uh, talk to Micah Sivo. Sevo wants to go to Union. Um, I, I just don't understand what's going on there. Papa Lee, he's going
0: to test his op- value on the open market.
1: Pa- Papa Leahy's going to... Yeah, that's crazy. And they, they've offered him under... And you know It's that sort of nonsense That that, uh, gets you into trouble But Mm. Boys I just don't understand What's going on there So that's a huge low light And being November 1 Mate my lemon squint Is is
0: winking (laughs) And going to be A very long off season If they don't get Sorted That's for sure Mate anything?
2: Oh nothing real major But the run from Mars Crusader On the weekend Cost me the uh, charity bet uh, as well, mm. I think it uh, ran about. They finished sixth. Disappointing same too, as wasn't Grand it? Green Promenade. It just, just did not have any speed at the end there. I don't know what happened there. It sort of. I think it was coming about. Was it coming third or fourth for most of that? And then just coming around the end there. Just I don't know. Round of gas or just, See, just didn't have
1: it. It's funny. This is something I pointed out today with uh, Twilight Payment that won the Melbourne Cup last year. Now it led the whole way and won. This year, it ran at the back of the field and went nowhere. The other way around, Mars Crusader generally stays at the backside of the pack and comes through them like a rocket. For some reason, it let. It was, it was up in it was in the in the front front of the uh, the uh, the pack. I don't I don't know.
0: If it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah,
1: it. That was because oh, I actually tipped that last week. Yeah, and it ran like a bastard.
2: So I don't know whether that was a problem with the with the jockey and the trainers having a misunderstanding about the. Uh, Strategy for the race, I I don't know. Blame the jockey. Yeah, that'll
0: do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mine kind of runs into that. And the fact that we didn't get any charity bets up, boys. Uh, A bit of a shame. So, you know, uh, thanks to Top Sport. Again, for those of you who may be new to the show, Top Sport, our major sponsor, um, gift us $50 a week each to bet with. Uh, All the money that we raise will be going to our nominated charities. Uh, at the end of about six months or so. And just on Top Sport, a uh, big congratulations to them. Uh, it came out yesterday that they're the um, they're partnered with Supercars for the, the betting agency of choice nice. for Supercars. Uh, so you'll see a lot of um, branding around uh, Mount Panorama at the end of this month, which is fantastic for Tristan and the team. So congratulations there as well. Actually, um, I, had, I actually seen the odds for that today uh, through the Top Sport app. Uh, Holden's
2: leading first and second to win it. I think they're... Uh, by a mile too against forwards, so Did they say who it was? Uh I can't remember his name. I don't I didn't recognise the name. wind Wincup was second. Um and I think he he was a few dollars. Van Gisbergen?
1: No, I think yeah, that's yeah, uh, he was he was
2: literally paying a, a dollar one.
1: The young Kiwi. Oh, yeah, they they reckon he's got no fear. I did see something once that he wanted to to turn his car into a drift car. And they basically said, uh, these cars don't drift. And he said, well, let's make it drift. <laughs> so basically what they had to do, they had to change all the gearbox ratios and everything like that. Now, I didn't realise this. It's the, the, How cambered the front wheels are is how they get so much steer. They might spin the wheel completely, but those front wheels only move to about 15%. So they basically—that's why they're using their race lines and stuff like that to get a drift car. You need it to go right out. In that, they had to cut the guards out of the front so they can get the wheels to turn far enough. They've got like all the inside sections. They had to cut it all out so the wheels wouldn't scrub in and out. Oh, it was a nightmare. Sounds like um, sounds like
2: Fast and Furious Ten.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, all f- he raced it. He raced his um the Red Bull Racing. They they he raced it in the drifts. Uh, actually, went pretty good. Uh, so they did all that work for about a, a two-hour event. Fair yeah, right. Yeah, Went right. straight back to the garage and started changing everything again. Good <laughs> to so. have
0: money, isn't it?
1: Oh mate, fair income.
0: Um, all right, very good boys. That's last week wrapped up. Let's jump into three of a kind. Uh what do you got for us this week, mate? Back boys. into the rugby league market.
1: Yeah, back into the rugby league market. Uh I touched on it earlier, is the uh, November one. Uh, Obviously today's not November 1, we're at November 3 But uh, this week obviously the open market is on uh, And it's every man for himself So basically if you're off contract at the end of this year As of November 1 boys, you are approachable So this week what we're going to do, three of a kind this week So of all the players on the open market Which I believe is up around 165 players that are on the open market uh, Boys, this is difficult again um, to just pick three Boys, our three aces today for the open market, lads. I'll start the drill. I'm going Justin Olam at Melbourne. Oh, justice. Yeah, justice. The old justice man, um, mate. He's a he's a freak. Uh, he's a machine. He's so strong. Uh, he's he's. Pro- I don't. I don't understand. I'd, I'd assume they're going to offer him another contract. Yeah, they'd to, be, they'd sure. be mad not to. But uh, mate, he's like, what do you get? Center of the year. Um, did he end up getting centre of the year?
0: Yeah He wasn't even on the on the list to start um, with Everyone <laughs> kicked up a stink Everyone so. kicked up a
1: stink So Justice Olam is my number Is my first ace
0: Very good uh, We will point out a lot of these players Probably will get wrapped up by their club But as Jared said November 1 uh, Other clubs can start talking to them And they can test their you know, value on the open market So that's, where, that's the list we're going off um, So my third ace boys is Joey Manu uh, I think he very close to getting centre of the year himself. Uh, outstanding player, what he's been doing at the Roosters. I, I know the Warriors are going and going hard for him. Um, that's, they've made no you know, bones about that. They've come out and said that publicly. I think he will re-sign with the Roosters. And I actually heard that he will re-sign for about 150k less than what the Warriors have offered him. Um, old Uncle Nick gets what he wants. So. But he's my third ace.
2: Yeah, like I've said before in the uh, previous podcast, back when the footy season was on, a lot of those guys do prefer to take a little bit less money to stay there. So this shows what the team chemistry's like there, plus those paper bags, <laughs> uh, my, sombreros. <laughs> uh, my third one uh, is Tarn Mill. I, I just think he's going to be uh, a really good uh, asset for someone. Those couple of games that he played there uh, under pressure, as we've seen, headed himself pretty well. And I think... Um, at his age and coming through, he could really learn from someone else as well. So I think he might be a little a little one of those future buyers for for, bit for a, team. Bit of a
0: smoky there. Yeah,
1: yeah, come from uh, left field. Boys, second one. I'm going to go Big Tino ala Malawi. Um Choice. I love that bloke. I wish he was playing at Parramatta. Uh, Ryan Madison, you're lucky I'm not on the coaching staff there or somewhere <laughs> up. Um, big Tino is a machine. In He's a very, very underrated player too. I think there's uh, another bloke. I won't mention his name. He runs al- amongst the kids and scores the tries, but it's Big Tino that uh, makes the yardage up the middle and does all the hard yards, um, playing big minutes, making big tackles and big runs. So, If you're going to build a forward pack around someone, He's someone that you want in there, uh, particularly being a li- like a lot younger too. Um, and from what I've heard, his leadership skills are phenomenal too.
0: Yeah, talk about captaincy. Uh, obviously, Jamal Fogarty's gone to the Raiders, and and um, your boy KP still there, Kevin Proctor. Hey. But um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they wrap him up for a long term. I'm talking four or five years, and. Maybe next year. You might see him with the C next to his name there, I reckon. Kevin Procton might have a run at the grade Halibur
2: Reserve. Burly <laughs> Bears.
0: Uh, boys, I've gone the cheese. Brendan Smith. Uh, I, you know, I think Melbourne will wrap him up, but he, he's going to demand a, a fair chunk of money out of their salary cap. Uh, the Dolphins are there to play um, if, if they decide to have a go at him. But... What he brings on the field, but also off the field, you know that bit of larrick and bit of, um, you know, funny, funny man business that he does bring off the field as well. It also bonds your team as well. Um, but he'd be, he'd be my second ace. It's good to have someone
1: like that too that can flick a switch. Yeah, um, knows
0: when to do it, knows when to exactly right time yeah, and in the place. place. Yeah, very powerful for his position too, isn't it? Mm, yeah, good.
1: Stolen. Uh,
2: my, my, <laughs> my second one's Joey Manu. Um I think if the Roosters did lose him, they'd find it hard to find someone to meet his calibre. Uh, his experience with the club um, would sort of lead into these newer players coming through next year. Yes, we will have some players coming back, but it will be a different sort of a side again for 2022.
1: Um, yeah, he's just he's just so consistent as well. Do you think he'll, he'll play next year with one of those Perspex face guards? Or?
0: <laughs> like the old um, – who used to do that in the NBA?
2: The Horace oh, Grant? Yes, oh, the yes. yes. Yeah, the his big pair of goggles.
0: <laughs> Uh, Uh, Very good.
1: Boys, my number one, Reid Marnie. Um, No questions asked. Apart from uh, the cheese... Um, I, I like a, a, a definite number nine. Uh, one thing I do like about the cheese, I will give him a wrap, is he's very versatile. He can play front row, he can play uh, lock, he can defend in the middle of the field, he can play rake, uh, he can dart from dummy half. Like you said, Chessie's very strong too. But I will give Reed money. He's, he's my uh, my number one um, on the market. I think uh, between himself and Harry Grant, I think Harry Grant might find himself uh, if he keeps playing in the form he is. Uh, Harry Grant might find himself a little trouble for the nine spot next year in Queensland. The only issue I have with Reed Marnie is he is young and he's already done his shoulder not once but twice. So yeah. the, these, this day and age, with uh, what we what we've got, um, you, they, those things are easily recovered from. But you know, it is a it is a question
0: mark. Yeah, definitely. Uh, boys, I've gone the white rhino himself, Christian Welch uh, from the Mel- Melbourne Storm. I think if I was the Dolphins, I'd be going hard for him. Uh, and I'll be making him my captain. I think I said that a few weeks ago when we had the same discussion or a similar discussion. Um, I think he's just one of those, you know, just a leader of men he does the hard yards, he never complains, and you always see him there, he do, does those little things that you don't always see off the ball as well, charge downs, chasing after a kick, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's who my uh, number one ace is, and <laughs> uh, he'd be the captain as well.
1: Something about him too, where he's got his ears taped back so he doesn't get cauliflower ear and his hair's not in his face, but he's a serious footballer.
0: Yep, definitely, and really smart guy too, so you think you'd choose a better sport than rugby league, but anyway.
1: (laughs) Tennis or golf, something where there's big money. Yeah, you retire
0: when you're 36.
1: Yeah, it's just
2: a bit unfortunate we only had the three to choose from as well. Um, I've just got a couple of uh, honourables here, one of them being uh, Christian Welch. Uh, Three other players here that I I think would be valuable to any side. Uh, Some were very underrated this year as well. Albert Kelly, Jermaine Asako and Harry Grant. They're sort of... The four players. So, if I was looking at being the Dolphins' coach, I'd be looking at trying to pick pick some of those guys. But my number one is the cheese, uh, for the obvious reasons. Like we've said, there was talk a little while ago about him going to the Chooks. He was having a bit of a, a negotiation with them, and they made the old meat and two veg. Give a bit of a, a little bit of a tingle. that did, but uh, we haven't heard anything <laughs> else. <laughs> haven't heard anything else since that. Uh, but fingers crossed,
1: we we might want to just pick him up. Uh, you know what the the I wasn't one hundred percent sure exactly who was on that list. I'd I'd already basically picked it, um, but I just had to double check that Cameron Murray wasn't on that list. Because if Cameron Murray was on that list, he is my number one. Yeah, Cameron Murray is an absolute machine. So. Yeah. Uh,
0: very good, boys. That's uh, that's it for segment one. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break, and we'll be back straight after this. Another half win from punters jumping in early or waiting too late. You get a good price on one leg, but the others have shortened dramatically. You still win, but it feels like you half win. Introducing Top Sport's best of the best multi. Get top odds on every leg, every time. Don't be one of these. Just bet and forget Bob Multi. Top Sport, feel the excitement. Don't let the game play you stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, we're back. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, We're going to jump into now USC 268 from Madison Square Garden in New York City uh, This one will be on about 1pm Australia time on Sunday the 7th of November It is a stacked card There are some great prelims And the main card is phenomenal as well um, Really disappointed boys We'll actually be travelling while this is on So we won't actually get to watch it live But I'm sure we'll get the, uh, the replays and whatnot Through Twitter and everywhere else um, let's jump into, boys, let's jump into the people's main event. So we're going to start with the, the third uh, you know, co-main event on the, on the card, I suppose you could call it. Uh, now, this one is between uh, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler, and this will be a barn burner. Let me tell you, boys, these two guys come to fight, and they love fighting. Justin Gaethje is the favourite. He's $1.46, and uh, Michael Chandler is $2.73 uh, at the time of recording, thanks to Top Sport. I cannot wait for this fight uh, It'll be an absolute phenomenal fight if, if you do follow UFC You know what I'm talking about If you don't Get on board Get onto YouTube Watch some highlights of these fighters And uh, you'll be really excited For the fight coming up on Sunday
2: There's not much separating them either Really is there Between their fighting record Their reach Their age uh, Justin Gaethje He's actually got the same striking trainer As uh, Usman Doesn't yeah.
0: he? Yeah
2: So uh, very handy with his hands there just having looked through his uh, his last fights, See, he's come up against some names, hasn't he? Oh, There's
0: some good names in there. Mur- murderer's row of, of fighters.
2: So, mate, I reckon out of out of any one of those last names, like that's definitely a main event fighter, isn't it?
0: So, Justin Gaethje's last fight was a, a loss to uh, Habib, who was the champion at the time. He got a uh, second round or first round armbar, I think. Um, and he got dominated. Don't you get me wrong; he got dominated in that fight. But Habib's a different beast, and you know he's retired now. He, he, well, he's gone. But
1: there's not many people out there that
0: Habib didn't unbeaten thirty, you know.
1: Yeah, that he didn't dominate. Yeah, exactly right. Like.
0: but you go through his record. He beat Tony Ferguson. He beat Donald Cerrone, Edson Barboza, Dustin Poirier. He lost to Eddie Alvarez. He lost to but Michael Johnson. He beat as well. He, like I said, it's a murderer's row of the fighters he fought. And and yeah, Ches, you're right. He is main event worthy. Uh, and for him to be the, the third top fighter on the card is just crazy. Just goes to show you how good the card is. Um, now Chandler, Chandler is actually the backup fighter when Gaethje versus, uh, versus Khabib. So he flew all the way over to Abu Dhabi, that was, made weight, everything like that, just as a backup in case something happened to either fighter. He wasn't needed, but it just goes to show the commitment um, he, of a guy like that to, to do that.
1: And for him to go... On short notice, mentally be mentally prepared and mentally ready just to go right. Oh, something's gone wrong, um, you know, mysterious illness or something. And he's got he's in the right headspace and uh, physical condition to go right. no worries. I'll walk straight in. Yeah, on and that's right. Like Twelve hours notice, if that.
0: Yeah, it would be something like that.
2: Just
1: looking at his uh, fight
2: records too, he's got a couple of matches there against Benson Henderson. Now he used to be in the UFC. It's good yeah. he actually fought him in um, Bellator. Bellator. Now Benson Henderson, did he come through the TV show?
0: No, he didn't, uh, but he was a a two-time lightweight champion, I think. Um, Beat Frankie Edgar. Uh, He didn't come through tough, but he's a good fighter, Benson Henderson. Uh, Back in the day, he slipped a bit now. Obviously, he's getting a bit older. But, yeah, he's had a couple of showdowns with him, beating both times. Uh, Now, he's only had two fights in the UFC, Michael Chandler. Uh, His first fight, though, was against Dan Hooker, and he knocked him the fuck out. And (laughs) if you watched the show last week, you know, and and previous weeks, I rave about Dan Dan Hooker. He is a a phenomenal fighter, but Chandler just copped him sweet on the chin and dropped him like a bag of spuds. Uh, His second fight was actually for the vacated title that Habib had left uh, open, and that was against Charles Oliveira. Now, boys, get this. In the first round, Chandler beat him 10-8. 10-8, 10-8, so that means he dominating. Uh, usually he gets a score between 10-9, uh, but 10-8 is a complete domination. And then he got caught. He got caught in the second round um, by a punch by Oliveira, and, and he got finished on the ground TKO. If he didn't get caught, he'd be the champion by now, I reckon. He, he was winning that fight. Uh, like I said, complete domination in that first round. But that's what happens in the sport. You only know, takes one punch, and it can it can change momentum. Yeah, it can a f- change a fight. One
1: hundred percent. It's a it's a funny sport. Um, take nothing away from boxing, but uh, boxing doesn't take a turn as dramatically quick as uh, as a UFC. And, and like you said, all it takes is to be checked in the right in the right spot. Um, and and good night. The
0: if thing I'm, with boxing is you get knocked down, the ref stops the fight and gets you back up. Yeah, Not in the UFC. Uh, I, was, you know. I was
2: just about to mention boxing in relevance to that first round. Ten eight in boxing means you've dominated the fight plus one or two knockdowns. Yeah, for that yeah, round. Yeah. So
0: ten eight is it doesn't sound like much, uh, but it is a, it is a domination in, in as far as UFC goes. So both men love to fight. Um, oh, I'm really on the fence here. I, I, I don't know who to pick. Um, I said I'm just just um, really really ashamed that I won't get to watch it because it's one of those fights that you tune in for main event any day of the week. Uh, we've got a couple of championship fights in front of it, hence why it isn't the main event. But who do you like, boys? Uh, boys, I'm going to go Justin. Yeah,
1: I, I'm, I'm going to go off him a little bit like a racehorse. I'm going I'm to back him off form, um, as you said. Uh, Chandler's only ever had had those two two fights in the in the UFC. Um, in my eyes, the UFC is the is the pinnacle. That's the tip of the uh, tip of the iceberg. So uh, I'm just going to go as I said, very similar form to a. Um, to basically a horse, like a horse race, um, only because he's 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 had, um, you know, Donald Zarone, he's fought Tony Ferguson, Eddie Alvarez as a weapon. Um, obviously, sort of faded himself away a little bit when when McGregor was on, sort of on the backside of his run. Uh, Dustin Poirier, mate, on 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 that. Alone is is why I'm going to back him. So I just think he's just got that little bit better form. Pretty much took the worst out of my beak. That did. I'm, I'm <laughs> going
2: to for that reason too. Like just looking at his form against against those fighters that he's that he's had uh, in those previous fights compared to Chandler's. Uh, the only one out of Chandler's I know is Dan Hooker and Benson Henderson. Uh, H- Henderson, sorry, I don't watch much Bellator. Only if there's sort of like a celebrity slash. Big-name fighter that's dropped from the UFC down to go in there. So I'll, I'll, I'll be going with uh, with Justin Gaethje for that one.
0: Um, the thing that worries me about Justin is he hasn't fought since October last year, and it was that loss. Uh, and it was a pretty humiliating loss. Habib dominating, um, you know, Make no bones about it. But the layoff, a year. Hey, same thing with Glover last week, but look what happened there. Um, Chandler's fought twice this year, once in January, once in May. I'm going to go the upset, boys. I'm going. I'm going, Michael Chandler. I really like him. Really like what he's about. I like his dedication. Um, if you haven't watched it, check out the UFC Countdown show and the embedded. You get some great insights into the fighters, uh, a bit of backstory as well. For if you don't know them, know the fighters too well. Uh, but I'm going to go Chandler, boys. I'm going to go the upset. Go on the upset, two mm. v one. Um, All right, so that one will lead into the co main event of the night. Uh, Now, this is a women's strawweight championship fight. It is uh, Rose Namayunis versus um, Zhang Wei Li. Now, this is their second fight. It's a rematch. Uh, They fought in April last this year, sorry, April this year, where Rose landed a beautiful head kick out of nowhere, dropped uh, Wei Li, and and then finished it with strikes. Uh, It was all over. She was a big underdog in that fight. Wei Lee is a beast. If you haven't seen her, she is a beast of a thing. Um, cardio for days and just built like a brick shit house. Um, you know, no offense, but she—I wouldn't like to be coming up against her. <laughs> but Rose, you know, she's a slight thing, but she she's so damn good. And she, like I said, she popped uh, up a little head kick off the front foot, collect, collected a sweet on flush on the chin, knocked her down, bang, night over. And that was it, all that, she wrote.
2: That, that was early in the first round too, wasn't it? It was really it was early about, on, yeah. I yep. think it was like a minute 20 into the first round.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, it, she was the underdog in that fight. And she's the underdog in this fight. Um, she's paying a $1.99, whereas uh, Wei eighty one. $1.81. Um, again, thanks to top sport there. But, yeah, I don't know, boys. How, how do you see this one playing out?
1: Well, that, looking at the price, I sort of think that the bookies are um, sort of biting their nails as well. They don't really know which way it's going to go either. You, you've got, uh, having said that, $1.99 or $1.81. Still, that's no, that's not a definitive favourite either. So, nah. um, the, Like you said, mate, this could go either way. Um, yeah, tricky one. I, I reckon that those odds, so,
2: <clears throat> excuse me, that would reflect from the last fight they had. Uh, There wasn't much of a fight because of the time limit. I think if that fight went a bit longer, maybe the odds would be a little bit different as well. They would have got to see how they uh, got to test each other. Uh, But I'm going to lean towards uh, Shuang Wei Li, I think, on this one. I reckon she might sort of be a bit more... um, uh, What's the word? Prepared? Yeah, prepared, but a bit more... uh, Focused bit more, Yeah, focused, focused. There's another word Anyway, it'll come to me In a second 4am <laughs> 4 4 in the morning I think that um, She might be a bit more uh, Ready for, for this fight Than she was The first time around it Might take a bit Of a different strategy And a uh, Bit more cautious Was the word Cautious, cautious He's yeah. got it
0: In the end I Finally, finally got there. Thought we were going to be A four hour <laughs> podcast <laughs> While he thought of that um, the, the thing with um Lee, Li Boy, she's working With Henry Cejudo um, who's a former Ben and weight champion Olympic uh, gold medalist as well So she's working with him on the wrestling So I think we might see a bit of that if, if the fight does get in You know go a bit longer than the first one did uh, he's a world-class fighter he's retired at the moment and talk about him coming back but so she's working with him she's also flown over to america she's from china she's flown over a lot earlier because she felt that last time she didn't have enough time to acclimatize and customize the jet lag and all that kind of stuff which you know you, you can hear that and maybe think is an excuse but unless you're there and, and have done that flight and you know Gone into a fight like that You don't know whether It's an excuse or not Or whether it actually did happen And she felt a bit off so.
1: She might have got stuck Into the complimentary wine On the <laughs> way over <laughs> What was it uh, 40 44 cans of VB David Boone oh, Boon man She might have been Sitting up with Boone Having a couple of sips I, That reminded me I have to get some stats For this for next week I'm going to look
2: up the uh, Andre the Giant's record for beer cans on the flight. I think it was from America to France or from France to the USA. I, I do remember. It's a lot. It's 80-something it's um, like,
1: it 80, <laughs> 80 cans or not? Oh, it's when, huge. When they converted it, they converted it into litres. That um, <laughs> might have been gallons because they work off American ratio, but it was a couple of gallons or something.
0: Oh, it's fucking
1: a lot. Not quite as much as I had yesterday.
0: Uh, all right, back on the fight, boys. Okay. <laughs> who are we um, who are we picking And and how do you think it's going to get done?
1: I'm going to go with the rose bush Rose Yeah Fug I'm, rose I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call a uh, She's got a good history of it uh, Rear naked choke
0: I'm going to call it Nice Going young way
1: Yeah going
2: to have to I think I'm going to have to I reckon that uh, Hopefully it goes longer than the first round Hopefully longer than a minute um, Yeah I reckon
0: that <laughs> Not the only thing goes
2: longer <laughs> <like that. laughs> <laughs> so oh. I had to pause then I had to think what I was talking about How true <laughs> Yeah, I was going to back her head-to-head, head, I think. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I think the fight will play out a little bit different. I think it'll go longer. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Whaley does get the W, but Rose is so damn good. Uh, on the fence again, I'll go the favourite, Whaley. Uh, all right, boys, let's get into the main events, uh, and this one will be a humdinger. I cannot wait for this. Uh, we've got Kamaru Usman um, versus Colby Covington. Um, The Nigerian Nightmare as Usman is known And Chaos uh, is Covington's nickname Boys this is again a rematch Uh, These guys fought back in December 2019 I think it was And it was an epic fight I actually watched it uh, in research of of the potty today And uh, it was a great fight Great championship fight Five rounds Um, Usman got got the win in the last minute It was a a fantastic performance from both men. Um, Cardio for days, and I think this one won't be much different. I think it'll be another classic. Um, But how do you see it playing
2: out? After the the first two rounds in their first fight, I think Usman worked out his striking a bit too. That's what led him on to be able to come back and work out how to counter him and stuff as well. Um, I'm going to lean towards Usman strongly here. 100% takedown defence as well. I don't think there'll be too much taking down, but that's another one of his stats for him there. But, um Nigerian nightmare all day. I think that, um, oh, Colby's I know, a bit of a wanker <laughs> well, to me. He just comes across as one of those sort of jock followers and...
0: Yeah, they're completely different, um, you know, completely different uh, personalities. One's, you know, Usman, he's a professional, you know, it'd be hard for him to say a bad word about anyone except for Colby. Whereas then you got Colby, you know, he's the brash American, Donald Trump-loving, make America great uh, douchebag. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind a stick with him, you know. It's, it's a bit over the top, but... Hey, he's selling himself. He's made a fucking shitload of money from doing it because people hate him. And and if you know, we all like a bit of the older, old school wrestling. Everyone loves a heel. Yeah, you you love to hate someone, and that's what he's done. You know, he knows that not everyone's going to like him, so he's gone the other way and said, "Hey, everyone can fucking hate me instead."
1: Exactly right, and like he's got the ability to back it up too. A lot of lot of people have flogged Conor McGregor for it, but guess what? Conor McGregor's bashed people for that. He bashes people for a living. Yeah. Obviously, had a, had a bit of a rough end of the stick, but at um, least he's not like Josh Koscheck, that's all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I was just looking here, too, boys. Uh, he's beaten George Masvidal on a de- in a decision in that too, boys. I just read there nine of his fights have been in in a decision. Wasn't so, yeah it was yeah. There. So yeah. when you talk about match fitness and a bit a bit of extra cardio, that's over a, a five year period. But uh, when when you go and the, the the distance, um, rather than you know a first first round head kick as, as we were talking about in the in the first in the last fight we spoke about, uh, boy that that goes a long way to put that little bit extra. Petrol in the tank.
0: Three of his last four fights have actually been either KO or TKO. Uh, the last one was, um, sorry, one of them was against Colby, which was in the fifth round. So you know that's nearly a decision, and and he would have won it. When when I looked at the market for this boys and I saw that Colby he was three dollars thirty, um, and Usman was a dollar thirty four. I thought, oh geez, that's that's a bit long for for Colby. But then I watched the fight, and apart from the first round of that first fight, which was really really close, I think Usman. I think Usman won all five. It would have been five if it went to, to a decision. But it was either, you know, four four rounds to none or, or three to one. Um, after the first round, like you said, Ches, he, he worked out um, Colby's striking and, and kind of settled into his own game plan. And then I realised, okay, that's why Covington's about $3 outsider here. So... Usman's a more polished fighter, he's a better striker uh, These two are great college wrestlers um, But not one takedown attempt in their first fight It was fought on the feet, in in the phone box They just slugged <laughs> it out, which was great to watch Good to, good so. to
2: watch I think um, the best thing about that Covington's Is little promo video with those bikini girls on the ball. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes um, Yeah, so I, I can't wait for this fight again I'm a bit disappointed, I'm not going to see it um, who you got,
1: mate? I'm going to I'm going to go the favourite here. I'm going to go Uzi. Um, yep. just looking as I said, looking through his his uh, his history here. Uh, Georgie Masvidal twice. I remember this is how good George Masvidal is. Um, he. Smoked someone. He, he, uh, he was sitting at his press conference. Uh, he had a little split underneath his eye, and he's he's just to prove to Dana White who he is and and he's the real deal. He was eating a toasted sandwich while was talking to the press.
0: Toasted sandwich
1: straight after his fight. So That's take right, yeah. all, so take nothing away, boys. There's there's uh, you know look look through that list. You know there's uh, there's no uh, shortage of, of uh, you know schmucks in there. So in the words of Conor McGregor, the old the old schmuck. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna stick with Uzi here. I think he'd be I think he'd be way too strong. Yeah, I'm waiting
2: the same as you. mate. he uh, broke his jaw in the first one. I reckon he's going to crack his skull in this one. <laughs> I've got him written down here. Um, Car K- accident. K- K.O. or TKO in the third or the fourth.
0: Yeah, I like your chairs. That's who I'm as well. I think he'll finish him again. Um, wouldn't have surprised me if it does go a five round decision. Both tough, durable guys, and um, but I'm, I'm going to go Uzi for about. I'll go fourth round TKO. Um, should be a great, great fight, great fight card. So get on over to uh, to your pay per view provider and make sure you do purchase that as well. Um, let's have a little run through the EPL.
1: Yeah, the EPL this weekend. A uh, couple of couple of good games coming up, uh, boys. I, I actually watched uh, a game. So I, I support Everton now. Obviously, yesterday I had I had yesterday off for the uh, had an RDO for the um for the Melbourne Cup, which which worked out well. So Everton played yesterday morning um, and got beaten by. <laughs> it, was, it was it was disappointing, but it was good to see, um, good to see a bit of bit of Everton play. But uh, boys, at the moment, I tell you what, there's some dramas at Manchester United. Uh, if it wasn't for Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, they'd be in some big strife, I reckon, at the moment. So they played uh, Champions League this morning. Uh, in their Champions League game, they played Atlanta. Uh, now Atlanta they had them down two one. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo scored in the ninety first minute. So it was in uh, injury time that they scored. So additional time. So the technical term. Boys, I tell you what. This for a side, um, and I tell you what. Old Gunner, the uh, the the coach at Manchester United. I think he's in some. In some the, the pressure's on The, the, the burners are on um, Over there I'm not going to tread lightly They don't fuck around um, There was uh, I, I can't pronounce his name properly But it was the Tottenham Hotspur coach uh, He was sacked After six games This year Jesus so, uh, oh, And In that He won the Manager of the Month award too. So So somehow six games, wins Manager of the Month and gets sacked. So get that up, you boys. Uh, But a big game this weekend, Manchester United versus Manchester City. Um, And boys, I tell you what, at the moment, Manchester City are on fire. Um, there's, there's goals coming everywhere there from, from them. And uh, Manchester United are sort of struggling a little bit, boys. I can see this being a bath at Old Trafford. That place might be burnt down. So. I was going to say, is the post-match a bit like Green Street Hooligans? Uh, no, I, I think it could be. Um, but no, nah, boys, I, I think... Uh, the burners are on there, uh, and they're in trouble. But boys, when I talk about it, the big, the big five, the big six. I'm talking, you know, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, uh, Liverpool, etc. Uh, Leicester City at the moment. Boys, there's some big games on this weekend. Um, some that are that are, you know a little bit. What would you say? Not compared to the big clubs. Uh, there's a couple of like reserve grade games this weekend, boys. But I've got a, uh, I've got a little multi. There's actually some Champions League on tomorrow. So uh, in that there's a couple of uh, where I've lost my notes here. So Manchester City will play Club Bridge tomorrow, and then they'll back up on the weekend and they'll play Premier League. So uh, so to uh, Liverpool, they'll have their ass hanging out. They'll be playing um, Atletico Madrid, but I uh, haven't said that. That'll be at um, Anfield in in uh, in uh, Liverpool in England. So. They'll have the home, f- home crowds behind them. Boys, oh, and, uh, I've got a little soccer multi to put on. Um, I'm gonna, this will be uh, part of my charity bet as well, boys. So, so this weekend, I'm going to roll in. It's going to be uh, four. I've lost my fucking notes again here. Boys, four. Manchester City, Chelsea. Brentford to beat Norwich City. Uh, and Brighton, Hove Albion. They'll beat Newcastle. So I'll go through. Manchester United head-to-head against Man City. Oh, uh, man, yeah, man... Start that again. I don't know. <laughs> Manchester City to beat Manchester United. Boys, Chelsea will beat Burnley, and I think they'll do it easy. Um, Brentford will beat Norwich, and in my eyes, Brighton-Hove Albion will beat Newcastle as well. Lads, you'll get $6.15.
0: It's not bad. I'm just looking at the odds there now. When was the last time Manchester United were paying $4.70? Uh,
1: a long time ago. Honestly. I well. think I've seen it. <sighs> Partic- particularly in a, in a derby, too, because... That look. That's the sort of games where where you turn up, because um, mm. I tell you what, if not, <laughs> there could be some could be some trouble. But well, they uh, they got a got an absolute smokin' uh, two weeks ago, um, and there was a, a meme on Facebook that said that's a funny time for Manchester United to have a fire drill at Old Trafford. So what it was, it was the 60th minute. They were down four nil, and the crowd was leaving. And the <laughs> caption was, "There's been a fire drill <laughs> at, in the 60th minute." So that yeah. just shows um, over there that that's how you know um, they're, they're fanatics, and, and yeah. you know they, they stick around. They watch, you know, they live, eat, and breathe um, football over there, or soccer as we call it over here. Uh, you know just how bad they're going when you, when half the stadium walks out at uh, 60 minutes in.
0: Sounds like a Bulldogs match. Uh, All right, boys, uh, that's good. We're going to wrap up this segment. We'll be back straight after this with a bit of fun. We've got 21 and done, beer of the week, so make sure you stick around. You can't beat Top Sport's best of the best multis. Top odds are guaranteed during any Saturday Metro meeting. Plus, there's best of the best to win up to twenty-five grand on the McKinnon Stakes and Darley Sprint 2. Top Sport, feel the excitement. Season C's apply. Gamble responsibly. All right, we're back. Thank you again for sticking around. Uh, we're going to jump into our charity bets now uh, before we forget like we nearly did last week. Again, thanks to Top Sport, uh, $50 each per week have a little play around with and see if we can't get a little bit of value, a bit of money back for our chosen charities. Uh, Chez, you also want to have a little little multi you got on?
2: Mate, yeah, I don't have a multi in this. Uh, I don't know whether Top Sport are featuring this weekend or not. Uh, it could be a little bit early, but the uh, there's another Players' Championship for the Darts this weekend. And I think this weekend is the time for Michael Van Gerwen. He has to win something between now and the end of the month or his World Championship run is going to be hard. Uh, he's coming up against the likes of uh, this this weekend. There's pretty much a full squad. So you got your Gerwin Price's, your Snake Bites, Gary Anderson will feature in there as plus all, all all these young guys coming through as well. So I think looking at the market at the moment, uh, Gerwin, uh is second favorite to Gerwin Price. So Price is five dollars and Gerwin or Goodwin? Getwin Price is five dollars yep. and Michael van dollars five fifty. Um, I think he really needs to do something very very quickly uh, just to get his confidence up. To make a, a world championship run, otherwise it wants sit through his fingers pretty early on in the piece. Uh, another little uh, thing we got here tomorrow night, being Thursday, we got uh, Australia playing Bangladesh in the in, in the cricket. Pressure's on too Yes And uh, on the Friday uh, The West Indies Or the Windies uh, Versus Sri Lanka As well So they'll feature In my charity bet so It's hoping to
0: get More than well. 55 runs This time mm. <laughs>
1: Speaking of pressure on
0: uh, Who wants to go first With the charity bets uh,
1: Boys I'll, I'll lead off here A uh, couple of big races This weekend too lads A couple of group ones uh, It's that time of year Spring racing carnival In Australia Is uh, one of the best Racing carnivals In the world uh, Prize money And and continuous races Boys I'll touch on uh, We had a yarn earlier There's uh, the uh, golden and gift it's in Sydney now I'll stay away from that um, when well, I had to look back through it so it's basically for uh for your lower class big class horses if that makes sense for example um that's a group 1 worth a million dollars to the winner uh so basically boys uh there's a horse in there that hasn't The horses in there that haven't even had a start they haven't even won so this is their first race they've ever had these horses are that good they're going straight into a group 1 and one of them was purchased as a foal for two point one million dollars, and it was a it was a foal. Uh, hadn't even raced, hadn't even looked like racing yet. So, but we'll stay away from that one, boys. That one's way too hard to pick. Um, they're all there for a reason. So, boys, this weekend the McKinnon and the Darley Sprint Classic, boys. So, big names in the in the Sprint Classic. Cl- um, you, you're right over there, Ted. A bit parched. Uh, Nature Strip, Street, boys. Streets of a- Avalon. Spintex. September run boys is one too this is your uh, official reminder out there Hawkeye too because I know you'll be listening uh, Bella Nipatina, Uh Melbourne race six number six there's your reminder mate you'll I bet you'll have money on that on. so boys uh, in my and in the uh, in the McKinnon uh, boys I'm gonna go this one's a tricky one in there is Zaki now Zaki was scratched um, as, alongside two Colette which one Convincingly last weekend well, It was a fabulous run uh, Also too did Superstorm uh, Boys this is going to be a really good race um, But I just I'm not 100% sold on on Why Zaki's there uh, when, it was, when it was scratched from the Cox Plate Going to the McKinnon Stakes I think they know something we don't, so there's one for you, boys. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to stay away from Zaki. Um, boys, I'm going to have Nature Strip to win into Superstorm to run a place. Um, backing it to lose. Backing it to lose, boys. <laughs> we don't don't back horses to lose, but for uh, for this sake, mate, think of the, uh, the, the the people in need out there in charities, mate. How, how dare you? <laughs> boys, at this point, that's $4.86 for, for both of them. So Nature Strip to win, Superstorm to place. Alongside, I'll go back over, Man City, Chelsea, Brentford and Brighton. And hope Albion to win I'll be having 25 large on each of them And that second one
0: $6.15 be nice if uh, both of those get up mate We'll be cheering Bloody oath uh, For me boys I'm going to do a little um, four leg mouldy here I'm going to look at the UFC What we just spoke about So I'm going to go Chandler Into Wei Lee Into Usman And then I'm going to go Zaki To win the uh, McKinnon Stakes um, as well And that one is paying uh, $14.81 I'm going to have the whole 50 on that So Plenty of cash In the return uh, basket If we get that one up as well So A little four legger there
2: I'm putting on two this week And they're, they're split bets Both $25 on each uh, Bit of a mix of sports Involved in them as well So the first one on Starts with the NFL uh, Starts on Friday I'm going the Colts to beat the Jets. New Orleans Saints to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Buffalo Bills to roll the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dallas Cowboys to beat the Denver Broncos. I nearly said Brisbane Broncos in, <laughs> Denver Broncos. Uh, Baltimore Ravens to beat the Minnesota Vikings. The LA Rams to beat the Tennessee Titans. Into the cricket, as I mentioned this before, Australia and the West Indies to win. And that's paying $7.18 through Top Sport. My second bet, this is a bit smaller... I'm going Moonga for a place on the weekend.
0: Back in lose. Hopefully he won't run fourth again. Then, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then in the UFC, just head-to-heads. Uh, Vera to beat Frankie Edgar. Uh, Gatchki and Usman in the UFC, and that's paying $7.94.
0: Nice bet. So $25 on each? $25 on each. Beautiful. We'll get some done for sure. Uh, all right, boys, that's our charity bet wrapped up for this week. Uh, we're now going to have a bit of fun. Uh, Going to pit the boys against each other in another edition of uh, 21 and done uh, Love this segment, so let's uh, make sure we test our buzzers, Ches. Chez, Chez. Burtman Working perfectly Nice, easy one to start off, as per always <laughs> we uh, heard that before <laughs> Who ran fourth in this year's Melbourne Cup, Burtman?
1: Oh, I'm thinking of Twilight Payment, but it's not um. <laughs> Get out Floating artist. Floating That's, artist. Ah,
0: He's off the board.
1: They run in the same colours.
0: Buzz in a bit too early there, mate. I did. Story of your life. Yeah. Um, all right. Very good. Which Aussie tennis player has a surname similar to a mixer commonly used with gin? Burtman. Uh, Bernard Tomic. Bernard Tomic. That's correct. Very good. Multiple choice. How many teams are there in the NBA Eastern Conference? Is it A, 13, B, 15, or C, 17? Ches, 15. 15's correct. Beautiful. Two plays, one. Now, at the time of recording, this is correct. However, Australia do play after we record, so it might change. But who is currently Australia's leading wicket-taker in this year's T20 World Cup?
1: Is it Zampa?
0: It is Adam Zampa. He's, uh, he's got five and Mitchell Stark's got four. So, like I said, may change by the time you hear this podcast and if Australia has played, so uh, don't at me. Um, all right, which Aussie boxer is famous for the sentence? I love yous all. Ches. Um, Fennec. Jeff Fennec, <laughs> correct. Three but plays too. This is nice. Bounce I was going sport. off
1: your voice. I thought you were saying Rocky or
0: something. Like that. <laughs> uh, all right, what sport would you be playing if you played for the San Jose Sharks? Chez. It's not ice hockey, is it? It is ice hockey. Now I've got a. I've got a rule. You can't say it's. You can't answer with a. It's oh, not. Oh,
2: oh, question. <laughs> okay, that's, that's right. What, that, can't all answer with answered. a
0: question. <laughs> Commonly known as Cold Ass is V eight supercar driver Mark who Burman Winterbottom. Yes. I just made that up too, by the way. Frosty's his real name. <laughs> Former Uf- uh, multiple choice again, multiple choice. Former UFC women's bantamweight champion Ronda Rousey won what color gu- uh, what color medal at the 2008 Olympic Games? Is it A gold, B silver, or C bronze? chess bronze. Is Bronze is correct.
1: She also got bashed by Holly Holmes. Mm. One, <laughs> of like hey, one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen, baby.
0: All right, five plays three. Um, what is the name of the Australian women's basketball team? Oh. Don't buzz in all at once.
1: Um... Thinking, it's, I can't think of fucking netball Yeah is the it? netball is the opals It's yeah. not the opals um, I'm going to say the diamonds, diamonds. That's what I Oh said. Bertman Diamonds
0: <laughs> I can't because it's the opals <laughs> Oh it's
1: not is it yes. Oh that's oh, another You
0: netball. did say opals so I'll give it to, yes. Give it to Bert. Yes I think the in. diamonds might be I think you had them around the wrong way I don't ah, know right. netball I'll, I'll get that on for next week Seems look I won't say that. Oh
1: netball I was thinking basketball What? It was basketball five <laughs> oh, <I'm> confusing me <laughs> still him. drunk yeah um I've all right. back give me a break
0: all right we're good to go good, yeah, all right it. question 10 we've got five versus four uh how many points is a goal worth in AFL but man a goal is six six points five a piece beautiful okay uh, you boys should get this according to dartworld.com.au what height should the center of the bullseye Jazz. be from the ground five foot eight five foot eight is correct. I would have taken 68 inches, and not the first time, and I would have taken (laughs) 1.73 metres as well. (laughs) So Ches Ches with the points, 5.8. Bit of (laughs) beast, yeah. Who kicked the first 2040 in the NRL?
1: Burtman. That was... uh, I can picture his face. Um, (laughs) Got caught them all by surprise, go. Wasn't Adam
0: Reynolds, was it? Definitely wasn't. We spoke about him today in our three of a kind.
1: Brandon, no, nah, <laughs> Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caught him by surprise. Uh, I was watching that. They, they, it was. they were ready to. It was in
0: like the semi-finals or the prelim finals. It was late yeah, in the season. Yeah. they
1: were ready to, to uh, play, have ball play the ball, and gets the Penrith, too because yeah.
0: Dylan Dylan Edwards was the one. He, that he watched it go yeah, over. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Question thirteen: Which Williams sister is taller, Venus or Serena? Which one's
2: better? Flip a coin. I'll go first,
0: Chez, Serena. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Bertman Serena. <laughs> <laughs> Venus.
0: Venus. She is 1.85 and Serena is 1.75. Um, but Serena's obviously been a lot more successful. Question 14. What was F1 driver Michael Shoemaker doing when he suffered a Bertman. traumatic brain injury in 2013? He was water skiing.
1: Close. Oh, I it was know, I'm going to guess be it was snow. It was
2: either snow skiing, Chez. I'll say skiing. I was, I was going to say jet skiing, but you left me on Australia, so I was to say skiing, <laughs> snow skiing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was, yeah. It was close. One of them was seven apiece. Won this is one of them. the closest ones ever. Um, all right, in Olympic weightlifting, what color light does a lifter receive for a successful lift? Chaz, green. You think, but it's not.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, aqua green. I don't know. Blue. Wrong.
2: Isn't it orange or it's well, orange or red? It's you think it was the opposite, don't they go? Like, isn't it go ding ding ding? Then it hits when they hold it for long enough. Yeah, Is that what? yeah,
0: that's kind of what I'm talking about. But it's a, it's a color. I'm gonna go white. I'll give you the points. Yeah, only, quite, Yeah. White's correct. I was yeah. just thinking
1: then because I use it in all of the so uh, in your long jump and stuff. If it's clear, white goes up. Yeah. Um, it's all surrender. right. Little <laughs> <laughs> little
0: follow-on question: What is the minimum number of lights required for a valid lift? Chez four, five. Six. Six. Oh, oh it must be three then. One. Two,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> three judges. You need two out of three. So, well, two is correct.
1: I don't lift weights. I just drink gams. <laughs> hey,
0: bicep curls, mate. <laughs> uh, eight a piece. Eight a piece. All right. Um, another and final multiple choice question. How many times has JT won the Golden Boot Award for best player in the world in rugby league? For those of you that don't know who JT is, Jonathan Thurston.
1: Are you going to give us the multiple choice? Yeah, I'm
0: just fucking letting me finish the question. <laughs> is it A, twice, B, thrice, or four, or C, four times?
1: But, man, I'm going to go four.
0: Over to you, Cherry. I'll
2: go JT for the hat-trick there,
0: three times. Hat-trick is correct, three times. They were in uh, 2011, 13, and 15. Still dirty on him for snubberness at the casino. Yeah, <laughs> okay. uh-huh.
2: What's oh, our dreams? <laughs> the Voldemort. Uh,
0: nine, <laughs> nine V eight. What sport is the term "bases loaded" yes. used in? Baseball. Baseball. Softball. Mainly baseball. Softball. T-ball. <laughs> hey T-ball. T-back. <laughs> um, what, <coughs> what is former USC middleweight champion Anderson Silver's nickname? Yes. Spider. Spider. Gosh, he's on a ball. Mm. Hey. Um, having played sixteen seasons for the New York Giants. What is the name of Peyton Menin's brother?
2: I don't Peyton Manning. He was a running back, wasn't he? No. A quarterback, was he? Yeah. Ah, Emmitt Smith. Um.
0: Three letters will get you out of trouble. Only three-letter name. Three-letter name. Starts with an E. Egg, <laughs> egg, <laughs> Eli, Eli. Yes, correct. How the
1: fuck were we meant to know that? Oh, say,
0: yeah. Come on. All I right. Thinking, I was thinking, like Tom, uh, closest to. So oh. your fate's in your own hands. You both get a turn to answer. How many Test wickets has Shane Warne taken? One of you can go first, and I don't want none of this one more, or one less shit that you pull. <laughs> <laughs> both of you guilty.
1: Um, Bertman test wickets
0: test wickets shane so one A great man i
1: know he's second in the world to muralithran
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think muralithran was up around 8
0: <laughs> is that your final answer
1: <laughs> no 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 i th- i think it was so I, I actually remember watching the test when he took his 400th his 500th but i don't remember any further but i'm going to say 713
0: 713 Mr. Cherry. 643. 643. It is 708. Birdo gets the victory again. Four points for there. So fantastic. Oh, hey. Yes, come get that home, up your tears. Come on with the good. Uh, lucky it was cricket. So we end up being 13 to 12. Oh, hang on. There's actually a bonus question here, boys. This one is going to be worth sixty-three <laughs> points. So if you get this right, you'll win for the next three weeks in a row. Who will catch the most fish this weekend? Clint. Debus yeah!
2: Three uh, weeks <laughs>
0: <laughs> Little bonus question in there, so fantastic. Uh, yeah, we're off for a bit of a boys weekend this weekend, so uh, could be a few shenanigans coming to the channel and to the social, so keep an eye over the weekend for that. Uh, very good boys. Three weeks in a row. Anything you want to say, mate?
1: Uh, I, I do have something I want to say, and I was going to bring this
0: up a little bit earlier,
1: but I'm going to say it now whilst the uh, the lights are on. Do you know anything about the previous uh, scores that David Warner and uh, Aaron Finch have scored in the in their last?
0: Oh no! Hey, anyway, moving on.
1: Um, oh, we're going to be
0: looking at uh, <laughs> <laughs> must be big listeners. Let's <laughs> just review those scores from uh, Twenty One and Done. Um, yeah, no, well, fantastic. Finch has obviously listened to the show. Uh, you know, he's he taken taken a lot of advice off me. He's played four games of cricket in his whole life, back in under twelves. Um, so it's good to see. Finally, he's you know got the kick up the arse he needed, mate. He's actually performing
1: well. The the one that I sent you the message and said, do you know anything about this? That was against the reserve grade side um, against Sri Lanka. At the only um, way he can get his runs. But then he end up he end up coming and have a really good knock against England, who are um, who are, I've tipped to win the comps. Who so.
0: smoked us, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway, not to worry. I'm glad to see him going well. If he's going well, Australia's going well.
2: Oh, I bet you are. <laughs> Just touching on the cricket, too, that uh, Will Pukowski uh, looks like he's going to miss the Ashes, too, due to concussions. Again. Yeah. yeah. So there was talk that he was good. But then he, he might have had some delayed I symptoms had a little, uh, bit of late mail, the Savvy when I was doing my uh, Maltese. Uh, and Tyro Maine has been sacked as well from the Panthers. That was the uh, nice next one. Come
0: through, has it?
1: Yeah, come through the Savvy Well, he, he, So does that mean. Surprised Nathan's he didn't make
0: our three of a kind if he's on the open market.
1: Now, tell me this. I think he might be dating Ivan's daughter.
0: Yeah, I did hear that.
1: It could be over. How do you, how do you reckon that's going to go? <laughs> Ivan, Tyrone, <laughs> that's it, just don't even say anything, just nod at each other.
0: Uh, very good. That's uh, breaking news here on the podcast. We break all the big stories, so stick around. Um, let's do to the White Bull Hotel, as always, great sponsors of the show, get on down there if you are in, in the local Armidale area, uh, Mr Hawkeye, fantastic listener, uh, follower of the show, what does he fix you up with this week, boys?
2: Mate, legend himself, Hawkeye's uh, learned us with what he likes to call the Silver Bullets, a uh, little Resha's Pilsner can. It's a bit different to Silver Bullet, I know, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, is it buzzing? No, <laughs> no batteries required, mate. <laughs> Um, me and him have I actually have sampled a couple a of these uh, on tap uh, previously uh, down at the White Bull. They're very nice. No, nah, it doesn't have a stupid spill like the one there last week. Um, it's a it's a full strength, so one point three standards for a can. So a bit more for a schooner, obviously, because of the volume difference, uh, mate. Easy to p- easy to put down. Well, just yeah, as you can see I'm on a.
0: So no no driving already. for you tonight.
2: No, I think I'll be staying home tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty easy to get down, mate. Uh, Good work, Hawk. Mate, I, I
1: love these uh, four-and-a-half stubby lids. Ooh, nice high rating. Four-and-a-half. Uh, boys, this is the first time I've had it, actually. Uh, and it's actually not a bad drop, but um, like you said, clean it, it doesn't buzz, but at 1.3, I tell you, what if you have a couple, it'll make you buzz. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's actually it's it's easy drinking, too. Yeah. It's uh, real easy drinking. Boys, I'm going to give it four.
0: Fantastic. Nice, high, stubby lid rating, so make sure you do get on down to the White Bull and grab yourself a six-pack of the uh, Resha's Pilsner. Uh, Fantastic drop, according to the lads. Um, That's about it, boys. Is there anything else we want to cover off quickly before we wrap it up?
2: I don't think. I think think I've said everything for this week. Aaron Finch.
0: Make sure you uh, follow us (laughs) on all our socials. uh, Head on over to our website and sign up to become an SGM club member. I did tease it last week, and I'm going to tease it a little bit more today. Uh, We are looking at doing a BBL tipping comp for our SGM club members, so if you aren't one, make sure you get on over. There's going to be a cash prize up for grabs as well, So and uh, not just a little short you know a little pissy amount like the some others do so it's only a two-month competition and there's going to be some good prize money on offer. So make sure you do head on over to our website uh, which is on screen at the moment and uh, sign up to become a member today give us a thumbs up Uh, make sure you subscribe on youtube if you are listening and uh, as always don't text and drive and we'll see you next week